inherently. Right. Like just now when I burped. I'm sure that burp sounded very different to my microphone than it did to yours. I bet it did. Sound is mysterious, Haley. Sure. What are you doing here? I'm Captain Edward Steiner of Alexandria. Yeah, this is fun. Haley, we don't fully understand sound. Is that true? Well, you and I don't, obviously. Obviously. It has to be true. How, how can it be, not be true? <laughs> Scientists understand sound. We don't understand light, but sound reverberates in the air. Yeah, but like... I don't know any more than that. Think, <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. I'm just going to go with uh, sound as an as-of-yet unexplained phenomena that we all, all know is, is real. <laughs> Welcome to No One Could Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 7, Episode 25. Yup. It's Day 6. We got started last week, barely. Yeah, we... We made it to Medane Sari. Yeah, we did almost nothing, but now we're gonna have some big story shit going on. Yeah, a lot of story this week. Before we get into that, we gotta make this banana cream pie. Yeah, well, we made a banana cream pie. Well, here comes the footage for it. Out of the gross Michelle bananas. The banana pie is in progress. These eggs are beaten. It's really gonna happen. So you said three cups of cold milk yeah. into the cornstarch? And the sugar. Scale. We're using $10 bananas. I am surprised no bananas go right into the main cream, but I guess it makes sense. So it's a cream pie that you just layer a bunch of bananas into. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. You excited, Haley? Oh, it's getting real creamy. Look at this skill. He's putting it off and on the, the heat. The butter is melting in. Now it's time to make the whipped cream. Look at it bubble. Like magic. Okay, that's cream. That's yeah, that's done. Okay, so we've got it cooling. Where is it? It's in the fridge. Okay. We've got the cream cooling, and it's going to go into the graham cracker crust filled with Big Mike bananas. Okay, these are them. The gross Michelles are going to get cut up. <laughs> nice knife choice. And we will be putting them out throughout the pan below the cream. Into the pie. Look at them. Beautiful. Worried we weren't supposed to cool it all the way, but we'll make it work. The cream's been cooled. We're gonna put a little bit in, and then we're gonna line it with bananas, and then put a bunch more in, and then top it with bananas and cream. Mm-hmm. Are you excited, Haley? It's happening. You know how many people have made this in the last 60 years? Not a lot. Yeah, it's just like gelatinous. Like, I think we needed to pour it in when it was hot. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, this is not right. gonna make pie. <laughs> I'm oh, this sorry. is gonna make pie. This is gonna be pie as soon as I'm done with what I'm doing. Tell me this isn't gonna be pie? Sort of. I mean, it'll this be is... like banana pudding <laughs> with some crumbles in it. And cream and, and a graham cracker crust. Nicely. And it's gonna slice like shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It won't slice like like that guy this lettuce, that fuck face. Like he was like, put it in the fridge to cool. He didn't mean that. I mean, when you like, made you your chocolate cream pie, you did it into the yeah, thing and then it cooled in the pie, in the pie crust. crust. I should have known better. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. You should, you should have known better. 
You blew this. <laughs> this is gonna be so fucking tasty. This is a hilariously like the bananas are super expensive, but the, <laughs> and we did a terrible job. But the but the graham cracker crust is there as cheap go. as it That's, could be. Yeah, we got plenty of bananas. <laughs> Yeah, like, what are we doing? How did we do it? It's so wrong. Should I cream this harder? No, that's how it's supposed to be. Okay. Huh? Yeah, that's uh, looking... Banana cream pie-like? Right. Pie-esque? It's really that we let the custard cool, and we shouldn't have done it. And then more on top. Mm-hmm. I am very excited about this. Me too. A very, very fancy banana cream pie. Excellent work. It's gonna be so good. We've done it. We did it. We fucking did it. Oh shit. Oh, will it hold its form? Not at all. No, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. there's no, it didn't hold its form as we made it. I feel like lucky that my pie turned out on Thanksgiving. You Your pie I mean? on Thanksgiving was like, crazy good. Haley, get the hell out of here. Yeah, we might not have creamed the whipped cream enough. I, I, I think I, it's a little loose, the cream. Yeah. The whipped well, cream definitely could have been whipped up a little bit more. Here we go. But this is gonna be delicious <laughs> sludge. It's really good. It's really fucking good. Yep. Oh my God. That's really tasty. The bananas really shine in this context. <laughs> they do. Those are really good. Fuck, man. The fresh whipped cream, although it should be whipped up more, is just so tasty. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's so good. Thumbs up. No. You can no. certainly do a better job of it than this. Now, how much better is it than if we had used Cavendish? I can't totally say. I know it is better. Is it 10 times the price better? Uh, probably not, but it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. They're really creamy bananas. That's a great dessert that I'm glad is now in my fridge. Yeah, that's delicious. For the weekend and beyond. Goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye, Haley. So we didn't do an amazing job, no, but we, we did a good job. It, it was, was tasty. It was really good. It was delicious. I don't know that you need to order these bananas to make the pie. No. I don't think the bananas were what was delicious about it. It they didn't add, hurt. They add to it for sure. But but it, it did and you know it doesn't even have banana flavoring in it. It's like, that was the thing. I wanted the bananas to get into the cream, mm -hmm. but instead they were just a part of the pie. Well, that's how you do it. It still had a lot of banana flavor. Yeah, it was tasty. It's a shame that we don't have bananas that are as creamy as the gross Michelle's. I'm not that bent out of shape about it. I'm not bent out of shape. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I, saying it's a shame. It's you a know? shame. It's, just, it's a shame it that is, we got a worse banana I think it is now. a better banana than the it one is. we have now. Uh, well, you know. It's too bad. Society diminishing returns. Well, the next step is becoming billionaires Off by of, yeah bringing it back we're going to grow our own this so is that's a, this is a banana podcast in now. progress ordering the the tree right now it's december but the tree is we want to get it going in the spring mm -hmm. give it its best shot so that by the time you know next fall rolls around we'll have some fruit. we're bananaing yeah but getting into the game mm -hmm. we're at Ico's hometown Medane Suri mm -hmm. this place holds many secrets there's gonna be and much a meal that we're gonna have to cook much comedy yeah much comedy I mean Ico's just out here living with a bunch of moogles it's yeah. gonna turn out so without any further ado should we just let's, get into it let's get into it yeah you live here it's a pile of rubble dagger what happened to you this place is in ruins. 
So Medainsari, the village of the lost summoners, mm-hmm. it's called, is a pile of red rocks. Yeah, it's very Native American, New Mexico ruins mm-hmm. kind of vibe. But, uh, it's I, like, but it's, Ico has been living in the rubble. Yeah, yeah. But it, just to say, it's like nothing but like stone foundations are left. Mm-hmm. Like there's a few buildings and it's just kind of like in a red rock canyon kind of area. Village of the lost summoners. Kubo, Mocha, Moco, Chimomo. And a gang of Moogles poke their heads out from behind a bunch of rocks. From all the rubble towering over us and stuff, they're like little rats peeping out of all the holes. Oh, there's a lot of Moogles here. Momatos, Morrison. Where's Mog? No, Mog got eaten. Mog! Koopo, Koopo? No, I'm not mad. But don't ever leave me behind again, okay? Koopo, Koopo, Koopo. Zidane, follow me. It seems like Aiko can really communicate with these Moogles. Yeah, she just talks to them. But we talk to Moogles all the time, too. I I think what it is is that it's her Moogle, Mog, only says Koopo. Like, it only speaks in Moogle voice or whatever. The other Moogles here speak English. Yeah, every other Moogle that we've ever met. But her Mog only says Koopo. And she's the only one who can talk to it. Get to work, you guys. Koopo, yes, ma'am. Mog, you stay here with me. Koopo, did that Moogle go inside your dress? Yep, Mog always stays with me. Koopo. But yeah, it appears Kina did not eat Aiko's Moogle. Right. She's not here. We follow Aiko and all of her gang of Moogles into Medane Suri proper. There's like a big fountain that's kind of broken up in the middle of what used to be a town square. Zidane, come sit over here. Tell me more about yourself. Tell me. Sure, I want to know more about you too, Aiko. Really? For instance, the Eidolon. Where are you from? How old are you? What do you do? Where are you going? No, what I want to know is... What kind of foods do you like? What kind of Eidolons do you like? What type of Moogles do you like? What type of girls do you like? So as soon as we get in, Zidane wants to ask Aiko, what's up with this place and why are you alone here? But she just is immediately apparently infatuated with Zidane. She starts asking him all kinds of questions about who he is and where he's from. And and it fades out as she's like just barraging him with questions. I think this little girl has a crush on Zidane. She's six. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously he's not going to reciprocate. Well, I just mean she's six. Little kids have like crushes. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, you're right. She it's doesn't so really act in a six. Uh, that that's she's not acting like a fucking six year old. That's for sure. I really think they should have made Aiko's age like twelve. It, I think that would make a lot more sense. That's more how she acts. Yeah. Like, she's not talking, like, six? I mean, I don't know for sure. That's I what I mean, six? I haven't seven seen a six-year-old. But she's also, like, you know, she's magic. Obviously, she's older than her age. She's been on her own here, living with rats. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which we all know makes kids, like, more street smart. It does. It fades back up. Some time has passed, I guess. Aiko has been barraging us with questions, and Zidane notices the dagger, like, looks off. What's wrong? You look dazed. Oh, it's nothing. Do you have a fever? Ah, you're fine. Hey, are you jealous? Why would I be jealous? Are you and Dagger really just friends? Seems like you guys are something more. Well, yeah, we're more than friends. So, what are you? We're married. We're a team. Team. Yeah. Vivi's also part of the team. Hey, there you go. I love this, like, non-love triangle. Well, it's, like, not enough to be a threat, but it's enough to, like, make Dagger start confronting her own feelings. Right. That's a Dane. Sort of like me and the Moogles? Something like that. All clean, Kubo. Thanks, Mocha. I'll be right there. I'm gonna start cooking. You have to come eat at my place later, okay? 
There's still stuff I want to ask her. Let's accept her invitation. Okay. I'll call you when the food's ready. Don't go too far. So Iko runs off and we're hit with an active time event where we're going to see how Vivi's feeling. Vivi's feelings. Ooh. Vivi has wandered off to like a serene overlook by himself. Real contemplative spot to look over a canyon and think about the meaning of life. Yeah. Mr. 288 told me that I understand what it means to live and die. Mm, but it's only because I thought stopping was different from dying. I don't think I really understand what it means to live and die. Where do we come from? Do we go back there when we die? If that's what it means to live, I wonder where I came from. Where will I end up when I die? These are the most curious about themselves and the world Why am I characters. What is this that I'm feeling? Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Let's go. <laughs> Someone should tell Vivi that because he's thinking, therefore he is. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he's out here even thinking about this means you you are living and dying. And but that's not a solution to the, to no. the conundrum. No. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I like about this game is that it allows a lot of the characters to have their own internal journeys that they don't share with the yeah. rest of the party like at all. Yeah. And yeah, here we see Vivi dealing with coping with learning he's going to die someday. And what does it mean to live? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just stopped us to be like, Vivi's like really, like, <laughs> reflecting. So that active time event ends, and we cut back to the courtyard with Zidane and Dagger. So this is our city of the ancients. Jeez, uh -huh. what a dump. What? Iko's feelings. Active time event. Well, the garbage truck is coming by outside. Yeah, you might have missed it. She was like, you guys are like, chill out. I'm going to go cook dinner. Mm. So this active time event has Aiko and a bunch of the Moogles in her kitchen area. Yeah, she has an extremely nice alfresca dining slash kitchen, sort of on like a salvaged patio. Or I guess this is just like a two floor building. It oversees this huge waterfall yeah, and like, river. Like she built her place up on this ruin next to a waterfall that's kind of like high up with stairs leading to it. If she turned this into a little bed and breakfast. Look, I mean, the open floor floor plan people three, would love the this three tiered heights like there's like a lower lounging area she could charge a lot per night and then even from the kitchen you go up onto like a raised platform that's like a, a little seating it's stunning. area it's all the views are incredible it, the rest of this place sucks but this is a beautiful <laughs> little corner of it so Aiko's talking to her moogle helpers thank you for cleaning you guys did a great job Clean house, worthy of hosting my heroes of the Like that dog? Yeah, she has like a little girl crush on Zidane. But I like the voice of that, like, going down, sir. <laughs> what is that? Are you talking about the rupee dog? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. We're trying to hone in on Aiko's voice. Yeah, and I remember regrettably that I think I land on something that sounds nearly identical to Steiner. It winds up being like a His Gal Friday thing. Yeah, but it's very close to Regis. Yeah. <laughs> we should have gone with this droopy dog idea. That, well, it's just not the vibe. You yeah, know? it's she's hard to do that plucky. voice. Yeah, she's too plucky. <laughs> and honestly, the His Gal Friday stuff really worked with her dialogue. But here's where the real challenge begins. <laughs> the Hindenburg. <laughs> 
Aiko is here, like, setting up the battle plan for stealing Zidane from Dagger. Yeah. Over the course of a dinner, they're going to prepare to woo him. The humanity. I don't think Zidane and Dagger are dating yet. Dagger has been slow to catch up to Zidane's moves. That means there's plenty of time for me to get between them. I'm gonna cook lots of yummy food and show Zidane what a good homemaker I am. Kubo! She gets it in her head that she's gonna show Zidane how good of a housewife she could be. Mm-hmm. I don't know where she was taught this. Well, I was gonna say it's funny. She's approach. she's essentially like a feral child, right? Yeah. So like, what has she been reading that she like learned like these, romance these, novels, like sitcom style dynamics? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It might work if you cook good food, but Aiko screws up a lot when she cooks. We don't have much food in stock right now. I know. That's why I can't screw up. You're all going to help me. No. Kupopo. Kupo. I'm sleeping. A meal prepared by magic rats. Yes. The Moogles aren't all totally excited about this, but Mm -hmm. it's clear that Aiko's in charge around here, so they're all going to help. I mean... They're all going to help. They're not that dissimilar from a palico. And they, palicos do make palicos can fucking cook. They can cook like nobody's business. I'm gonna cook my specialty: rock-fisted potato stew. Whoa, Kubo, that's delicious. But the last one you made tasted so bad, I thought my pom pom would fall off. Is that like your nuts falling off? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> is the pom pom? I've always wondered this, is it? What if it's seeds? What if it, they grow? We don't know how they, maybe they just like drop seeds. What if it's like a dandelion? If there's some day that the Moogles are in heat and all of their pom-poms like turn like white and blow away? Yeah. Now that doesn't happen. We know that doesn't happen. It could be like an It could happen every thousand years. What if it's their third eye? What if that's like their psychic ball? I think it's probably as sensitive as a testicle. What if it's wet to the touch? What if it's like covered in like a, you know, mucus? Probably is. <laughs> I always thought it was fluffy, but... No, it's probably covered in mucus. could be wet. Um, and what if that, that black thing that it's on is like sinewy and has cartilage in it? Ugh. Yeah, I think I need another dish. What do you guys think? So Aiko is rethinking her rock-fisted stew. Mm-hmm. And that she needs sides, probably. Yeah. Kupo, how about some fish? Fresh fish tastes great barbecue. And yeah, as they're, like, deciding what to eat, a rendering of the dish pops up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, very cinematic. Like, very comedic anime style. Like, yeah. flies across the screen. Like, it's they're... adding to the menu. Yeah, and it's like you're seeing in their minds, like, as they're brainstorming, like, what they're going to make. Mm-hmm. Like, the ideal version. Version. So we got barbecued fish and stew. That, that sounds, sounds good. good. Okay, our menu is rock-fisted potato stew and barbecued fish. Rock-fisted? Let's see. We should go fishing. How the fuck should I know? We're presented with the option of which of these three Moogles should go fishing. Yeah, Aiko needs to delegate the tasks. We don't know these Moogles. Well, we don't know who's good at what. You gotta decide if Chamomo, Mocha, or Momatos is the better fisherman. Hold on a second. Which one of them which suggested, one suggested the fish? Which one the fish? I don't know. You gotta just pick one. Momatos. Go! Kubo. Who suggested the potatoes? We did, but 
I think you picked right because I think Mama Toast was the one who was like, you always fuck up the stew. We picked Chimomo to go dig up potatoes. Chimomo! Yeah. Chimo go Chimomo, Koopo, and Mocha, you help me in the kitchen. Koopo. I do think that Did they all the had right different reactions to... Yes, and that's got to be the hint that we should have been paying attention to. I actually, to. so I know the one in the God, bottom... God, I'm worried about running into that quiz master. So this one in the bottom again. left, when you were like, you're going to help me cook dinner, he was like, boo. You think you did right sending him to not go to the kitchen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have him fishing right now. Let's start cooking. Let's just do it. I hope it's right. So all the Moogles go to work. Yeah, and then we hear why Aiko is so desperate to like win Zidane's heart, and it's like a pretty heartbreaking reason, which yeah. is she doesn't want to live here alone. She wants someone to take her away to live a real life with real people. I didn't know what I was doing. I don't want to be alone anymore. Help me do this right. <laughs> Okay. So we cut back to Zidane and continue exploring Madane Sari. We haven't left the screen with the fountain yet. All <laughs> no. of this has taken place as we've walked around <laughs> on the screen. That was an active time event and then so. Baby, what's up? Something wrong? Oh, it's nothing. I was just thinking. Well, try not to think too much. Get some rest. Okay, thanks Zidane. Try not to think too hard, Vivi. Yeah, we find him contemplating death next to the cliff. <laughs> and then we get the active time event to hear about Dagger's feelings. Dagger's feelings. The village is summoning And this is Dagger staring at this city, thinking to herself more about her mom and the Eidolons. And her place in all of this. I read about them in a book once. A tribe that possesses the power to call forth Eidolons. Eidolons. Knowing that I had Eidolons inside me didn't bring me any joy. Mother imprisoned me. Used the Eidolons she stole from me as tools of war. I thought I would kill my Eidolons if Kuja was going to use them for war. But now that they're gone, I feel like I've lost a piece of myself. Mm. Gotta get your groove back. Why am I thinking all this now? In the village of summoners. <laughs> like, yeah, it must be the location. Okay. Yeah, okay, right. This place feels so familiar to me somehow. Whew. She figured it yeah. out. Okay, so we cut back over to Zidane. <laughs> uh, Dagger hasn't quite figured it out yet no. that she's from here. She just knows that... I don't know if this is the I place mean, to say that, but I mean, come, come on. on. Come on. <laughs> so as Zidane, we go and we run into a Moogle. I think this is Mog. Yeah, well, we try to walk into Aiko's place, and he's like, please wait. We're not ready to seat you yet. Yeah, they're still cooking the meal. Oh, please wait. Thank you for waiting. Lady Aiko says the food will be ready soon. Okay. I'll take you to the Eidolon Wall in the meantime. Oh. Please follow me. Okay. So it's the kitchen that way, I guess? Yeah. So the Moogle Morrison is going to show us the Eidolon Wall. Yeah, while we wait, he's going to take us to the most interesting places in the ruins. And as we continue on, we get hit with another active time event. This one's called Iko's Kitchen, so we can see what's going on in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Iko's Kitchen. How many people do I need to cook for? There's me and Zidane. There's that quiet boy, Vivi. I guess I should cook for Dagger, too. She's a newsie. And all you guys, Mog, Mojo, Mocha, Chimono, Chimomo, Momotos, and Morrison. There's so many of them here. Will you put water on for all the people I listed? I'll get the ingredients. Koopo. I hope Mochi's happy to help. How many people do I need to account for? Mama, Mocha, 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 Morrison. There's five Moogles, I think. We're asked to account for how many people 
are going to be eating. Yeah, I guess we're in control of this Moogle's decisions at this point. A little interface pops up where you can enter in the digits you would like to prepare for. Between zero and 99 people. Yeah. How many? <laughs> we should have tried to do 99. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would they even say? But we're trying to figure out how many Moogles and how many of us are there. Mm-hmm. And you've already miscounted how many Moogles there were. And then there's Ico. There's four of us total. Zidane, Dagger, and Vivi. No Kina, right? Yeah. So five Moogles and four people. I think so. We count up nine. Because Kina isn't visibly with us, she ran ahead, if you remember, to eat the Moogle and hasn't been seen since. Well, what's funny about that, too, we also miscounted. There are ten people. There here. are, yeah. And, and <laughs> beyond that, now I'm just thinking... It's What's fun- the harm of making more food than the people that are coming? You always make more food. I know. Food. What are we thinking? In a dinner party, you always have excess food. Yeah, like what the fuck are you we thinking? You don't have the exact amount of we food. We should have just done like way more. Yeah, just been like, you but- know what? Double it. <laughs> It is funny to me how, how nobody gives a fuck about Kina. Like, Kina can disappear, and nobody she even left. wonders. Confirm. Pour the water. Potato, potato. Potato, potato, pumpkin bomb, lots and lots of nuts. <laughs> Should I put in the... It's going to become Regis if I try to do it at all. Should I put in the that oglop I found on the Cone Petit Mountain Path? Yes. Should I add this bug I found on the ground? Watching us consider this question <laughs> as though, like, this isn't... Like, what would we want? Yeah, like, would this we is want obviously a comedy question that you can mess up the dish right here if you want. I'm, I'm like, rubbing my chin. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. Hmm, Trixie. Somebody mentioned Oglop oil before. Like, Trixie. You know, there was also a sign that was like, Trixie. my restaurant failed because all of you are too cowardly to eat, to eat my Oglops. Yeah. Do we want bugs in the soup? No. I mean, what do I want? And what does she want? Do we want to help her? <laughs> like, I don't think the people would like her to put the bug in the soup. So let's not. We won't put the bug but in the soup. How do you think Dagger would feel better. Her uncle is an Oglop. But I mean, we're metagaming right now. Shouldn't we be role-playing? As Ico? Yeah, because Ico doesn't know that shit. You're right. She doesn't have any idea. I don't know which to do. I'm tempted by both options. Me too. I think Ico could think better of putting bugs Let's in. not put it in the food. Thanks. Let's start. Okay. Get the water going. The good old salt. Potato, potato, pumpkin bomb. Another shake of salt. Pumpkin bomb, huh? Lots and lots of lots nuts. Lots and lots of nuts. I caught one, Koopa. It's heavy, Koopa. Momotos, who we sent out to fish. Yeah, he's like down on the lower landing with a fishing rod. Has one on the line. We have the option to tell him to let the fish go or to let Mocha cook and help Pulling reel it the in. Fish. Let Mocha cook and lend a hand. Keep stirring, Mocha. This is great. I don't I know how we found segment. ourselves in this... And it feels like we have enough information to kind of try. It's not right. like totally like, well, how the fuck would, would anybody, anybody know? I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I like the way it's, it, I am confused about it, you know, but confused in a way that feels intentional. Keep stirring, Mocha. Don't let it burn. This is big. This is going to be big. We'll put it together on three, okay? One, two, three. 
As they yank on the rod, we see the image of Kina fly upward. Yeah, she like flies from the bottom of the screen through the top of the frame <laughs> and then comes crashing down like uh, on the deck amongst us. She was, I guess, in the water. Just and like she bit the bait. She, she took, the, took bait. the bait. She ate the bait she ate on the, the bait. end of the fishing line. She got line. hooked. <laughs> oh, we have. We, we were fucked either way, no matter how many we were prepared for. Because Kina is here now, and she's gonna eat more than just one person's share. Ruin everything. We should have seen this coming. We're cooking. It's a yeah. cooking segment. Yeah. That's Kina's thing. We should have accounted for Kina. She's the cook. She's the about food. to chastise us for this. We didn't get enough Maybe water boiling. She'll help and make it awesome. Everybody's gonna go without eating. Ah. Uh... So the active time event ends. Yeah, we were left in suspense to see what happens when Kina gets involved. Zidane's going to continue on to be shown the Eidolon wall. Yep. You know, I was going to say we should always make for one more, you know? I was going to say that too! But I didn't think this game... We totally should have made for one more. Why, why would it have been bad? What would have been so bad about having one extra... I don't know. ...meal? I don't know. <laughs> God damn it! I got Libra. Yeah, I pick up another Stelazio that was hiding behind the fountain. Good find. Cool. Fuck! We blew it! I like this place. That Google is called Moco. We walk up to, like, the entrance to a large structure, and mm -hmm. outside of it is Morrison, a, a Moogle. There's a lot of waterfalls and creeks mm -hmm. and treasure chests around that I want to open. Moco is very proud of his role as the Eidolon Ball Guard. Iko's decision to show the Eidolon ball to outsiders upset But we Moogles love Iko. He'll understand in time. <laughs> the Moogles find this place to be very sacred. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't be shown to outsiders, but they just respect Iko too much to we, not we should to be, tell her no. We should be very honored. <laughs> What's pissed at Iko? Is this like a cult? <laughs> Why does the wall need protection? The Eidolon wall has been protected by Iko's summoner tribe for generations. Summoner tribe? I'm gonna get daggers. She can use summon magic. Is that true? I better believe it, Koopa. I'll be waiting. I better fucking believe it, Koopa. So I gotta go get Dagger, because she would be interested in this. Mm-hmm. She's all about Eidolons. The dagger was this way. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, Dagger. Come with me, I'll show you some of the big summon magic stuff. Summon magic? Yeah, it's called the Eidolon Wall. Iko and her people protected the Eidolon Wall for generations. We Moogles also help Iko protect the wall. Don't mess it up! Where are all the other people of her tribe? I can't tell you. Check it out, she's with me. Please, Please. come in. The Eidolon Wall is this way. Cool! So we entered the Eidolon Wall room. Yeah, which was like a large structure that you can tell was open on top. Like there's a place for a fire mm -hmm. in the middle. And it, the whole point of it is that there's just large, like two-story walls that go around the outside that they painted murals on. The Eidolon Wall is a collection of paintings the Summoner tribe painted all the Eidolons they found during their research. These Eidolons all exist. Koopa. <laughs> This is a holy place for the Summoner tribe. Lady Aiko comes here every day to pray and burn incense for her ancestors. Dagger starts studying the wall, and feeling and it. She's like, I know these paintings. I know their names. Those Atomos. Atomos. I bet that other one was Bahamut or something. Or, you know, maybe Tiamat. Oh, there's Bahamut. there's Bahamut. What's wrong, Dagger? I. You'll get it back. She misses them. She I can feel their absence. Okay. Uh, I don't know most okay. of these Eidolons. 
Summoner tribe honors nature. They named this world Gaia. They considered the Eidolons guardians of this planet. They attempted to become one with nature through their summon magic research. The tribe migrated to this location 500 years ago, but now... Uh-oh. But now... Maybe they became one with nature. But now... Aiko's kitchen. Oh shit. More cooking. So we leave Dagger to look at the Eidolon wall. And we get hit with another active time event. Aiko's kitchen 2. Mm-hmm. She should use leftover Zanku. Yo, wait, not so good. Hey, Whitehead. Strange clothes. Zidane told me about you. You're Kuja. Zidane looked for a man named Kuja. I call Kina. Oh, you chased Mog on the Confetit Mountain Path. I'm Aiko. Mog, don't ever come out while she's around. Koopa. Smell good. Don't eat anything. The heat too low. Oh, she's gonna help. Aiko warns her Mog away from Kina. Yeah, but we thought Kina was gonna ruin everything, but actually, since she's a gourmand, mm -hmm. she can fix everything for us. Already, the heat is too low. Nice. You can cook? Is my destiny to pursue way of gourmand, baby. Fuck yeah! This must be a helper from above. Ask Kina for advice. Hmm. I know how many people live in this village. You do? They've just been like lurking around, counting people. Kina, how do you know how many people are in this village? <laughs> they count, they've been paying attention. It's a Dane's group. The Moogles and me make 11 people. But we were off by one anyway. I must have miscounted the Moogles. You make food for the nine people now. Is too little, is not enough for me. I knew it. It's important to know how many people you cook for. This heat only strong enough to make food for nine people. It was not possible to make enough for everyone. No! I teach you very important lesson in cooking. Always make more than you need. Yeah, I fucking... We Maybe realized more that people show up. We realized it too late. Maybe your guests are very hungry. I can't remember the last game or piece of media I consumed that imparted such a practical piece of life advice. Yeah. It's not enough food for me. I'm not cook if I not eat. God damn it. Fuck! Fucking shit. We can catch more fish. Kina's not gonna help unless there's enough food for them too. So we gotta catch more fish, which I, I don't think we've actually caught any fish yet. So. That's right. We haven't so, caught know, any fish. We only caught Kina. Yeah. <laughs> we catch more fish. Kubo? Ooh, smells good. I hope we catch a lot of delicious fish. <sighs> Why did we not get enough? Up. We should have known to make more. We really should have. Well, that's not usually how this shit works. Usually they're very specific and they want you to count. They don't want you to like think <laughs> in that way. Like, I mean, I bet you if we had gone too high, Kina would be sitting there going, it wrong to waste food, baby. Yeah, I really what wonder what doing? happens if you put in like a really high number. This a waste, not yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, probably. They gave us two digits to manipulate and we only manipulated one of them. You know? Koopo. Koopo, koopo, popo. So it's almost time to eat. We're allowed into the dining room now, mm -hmm. and Zidane is being seated by a Moogle. Hey, looks good. Welcome, Zidane. This food's gonna be gone so fast. I cooked it all for you, Zidane. Let's eat. So we jump ahead a bit, and everyone's seated at the table. Kina's not in here, notably. But Aiko is serving the stew. Mm -hmm. How is it? Wow, this stew tastes amazing. You should start a restaurant. The fish tastes so good. Can I have some more? 
No. Hey, Ica, where are all the summoners? Are they hiding underground or something? Underground? Yeah. They're all underground. Sleeping the eternal sleep, you see? <laughs> what? I would have thought Zidane would be intelligent enough <laughs> to, like, not bring this up so casually at dinner. Are they hiding underground? Like, yeah. Yes, did, they did are underground. Did you really think that Zidane... They're just not Zidane, hiding. Did you really think that in this fucking <laughs> ruin where obviously something awful happened and there's no people, they were all just, like, out of sight? I... I don't buy it. I don't buy it, Zidane. <laughs> Tactless. I'm the last survivor of my tribe. I've been living with Moogles ever since my grandpa died last year. I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm really happy here. Ten years ago, which is four years before I was born, a natural disaster struck the village. Even survivors suffered a great deal. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> but my mom and dad fell in love and had a family. Not that I remember what they looked like, because they died when I was very young, you see. I see, I see. Welcome to the tragosphere. <laughs> I'm like a, a beautiful young heroine in turmoil, don't you think? Huh? Some kind of damsel. You know why I'm here in this village? It was to meet you, Zidane, my beautiful shooting star. <laughs> it's a line from Lord Avon's play, Wishing Upon a Star. How did you know? Darn it. <laughs> hey, that's another Lord Avon play about wishing. And now this is where she got her social dynamics from. The right. same place sitcoms did, which is Shakespearean farces. How does Iko know about that play? This place is far from the miscontinent. She uses that line on guys all the time. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Iko. That was that really good. See, don't you want to eat my food every day? Uh, maybe. <laughs> hey. There's some other stuff I want to ask you. <laughs> Maybe? That's so rude of you! Looks like her plan to win Zidane's heart isn't just flying. She's pretty pissed that he's like not picking up on her advances. Yeah. Which is pretty funny because how, why would how he? How could She's he? six. He's like, what the fuck is going? <laughs> he's like scratching his head. Like, yeah. I don't understand why she's mad. And she asks him to help clear the table. Zidane, help me clear the table. Bring the pot over to the kitchen. First, first I open your treasure and receive your ore. There's so many old books here. I think this one is Lord Avon's wishing upon a star. Can you believe this? This is a first edition. Holy shit. I've only ever seen one at the castle library. It's very rare. Why does she have books that are more than 500 years old? She's got books from the Mist Continent. Prized relics. Well, 500-year-old books. The Summoner Tribe came here 500 There's years just, ago. It, it's, like, so great because this is, like, you know, there's always the mystery location in these games, like mm -hmm. the City of the Ancients and stuff. And this one is, like, very casual. Like, they're poking around going, like, huh, she's got books around here yeah, that don't that's... quite make sense. It's not like, <laughs> oh, my God, there's, like, a weird dramatic tower of light and then an insane spoiler thing happens. No, Nothing it's like that. It's the ruins calm. of that place. Exactly. Cool. Oh, ooh. Hiding treasure. After looting the dining room, we clear the pot off the table and carry it into the kitchen, where Iko is waiting and pondering how both Zidane and Dagger don't seem to pick up on advances. So it wasn't just Dagger. Zidane is really slow, too. Those two are going nowhere fast. Well, this is good news for me. My rise here. here. We've done it now. No, not yet. Not, we haven't done it yet. Phew. Phew. <laughs> they passed us by. Thanks, Zidane. Could you leave it there? Hey, Igo, do you know anything about the Eva tree? What about the Eva tree? We want to go there. 
It's sealed with an Eidolon. You can't get in. Sealed? Did you seal it, Ico? Well, so he's sharp about certain things. <laughs> it all happened before I was born, you see. But then, <laughs> they, they sealed the Eidolon that we failed to summon in the Aoife tree. <laughs> it's our custom to seal a failed Eidolon when we summon it, see? The Aoife tree is too dangerous because the summoners failed to summon an Eidolon and now it's stuck there. Yeah, something like that. An Eidolon you failed to summon. Will you break the seal from us? What? No way! It's not like we're gonna do anything bad. Well, I'm sure we can handle it on our own. No way, are you crazy? Iko doesn't seem amenable to helping us get into the Aoife tree right now. So Zidane walks over to Kina, who is still fishing with Momotos. Hey, Kina, this person keeps telling me to catch more fish, Koopa. Zidane, Zidane. I, I make great discovery. These fish different from miscontinent fish. Uh, Zidane's not at all like, holy shit, how'd you get here? <laughs> yeah. They fished me out of the water. After dinner, we head out and find Vivi at his thinking spot on the cliff's edge. Vivi, you better get some sleep before we leave tomorrow. I'm trying to stop worrying about things, but I just can't. I know you told me not to think too much, but... That's because we're different, Vivi. You don't have to do everything my way, you know? I want to stop. I don't want to feel like this anymore. What if I keep feeling like this? Oh, Vivi. Well, in the end, it boils down to two simple choices. Either you do or you don't. You know, why don't you go fuck yourself, Zidane? Why yeah. Don't you just walk away. Yeah. You, Shut the fuck up. You'd think with all the problems <laughs> in this world, there'd be more answers. Uh, it is what it is, man. See you later. You know? It's not I'm fair. Just gonna keep going. Zidane hops up onto a ledge while he continues talking. Mm -hmm. He loves doing this whenever he's out on a limb. Well, he's a part of a theater troupe, you know, so he gets dramatic. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but that's the way things are. The choice is yours. Zidane. You gonna do? I just want to protect the people I'm with. Doesn't matter whether I can or not. It's what I believe in. Oh. I know it. I was right. We pan over and see Iko is like listening out of sight over on another little ledge. Dropping eaves. Zidane is the man for me. He's right. You either do it or you don't. My choice is clear. I want to go with Zidane. You want to know a trick to get your mind off things? Okay. This is an age-old ritual between male friends. Uh-huh. Oh god, what's about to happen? Come over here, Vivi. Let's go together. What? What are you... Doesn't it feel nice to let yourself go under the stars? This is so funny. Aiko is listening in as, as Zidane and Vivi go up to this ledge and start pissing over the edge. Yeah, peeing into a canyon. What is happening? I think they're peeing. Tinkle. I think they're tinkle, peeing tinkle. on the side of this. <laughs> tinkle, 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 tinkle. That was great. That was really good. <laughs> Aiko gets grossed off and runs into her house, <laughs> yeah. and then we fade down and cut to the next morning, where Zidane and Vivi and Dagger are at the entrance to the town, getting ready to leave. Zidane, I want to come back here. When I first saw the Eidolon wall, I was scared. But when I went inside and saw the murals, they calmed me. I want to see more. Sure. We'll come back after we check out the Aoife tree. Thank you. We gotta come back and get Kina anyway. We can't just leave him here. Usually it's a she. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is kind of interesting. We haven't pointed it out yet, but one of the awesome, interesting things about Kina is whenever they talk about them, it's written as S slash he, like she, he. Yeah. Like they, they all non-binary. know that they're non-binary. And then here they call sometimes them him interchangeably. The, well, sometimes Kina is a she. Yeah. Especially in the case of getting married to Vivi recently. Exactly, yeah. But in this case, Zidane specifically says him. Are you coming back for Aiko? Aiko is only six years old. She acts tough, but I think she's lonely. Oh, she's back there listening. I haven't seen her today. You're right. She's right there, guys. Kubo, Kubo, Kubo. Out from behind the rocks, all the Moogles and Ico appeared. Yeah, and they're kind of like up above. It has the vibe of like you rode into a canyon you shouldn't have, yeah. stranger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now you're fucked, guys. Ico! You walked right into her, her Moogle trap. Teehee. She has the high ground, Anakin. You can't break the seal of the Eva tree without calling an Eidolon. You coming with us? Don't you want me to? Of course I want you to come along. That's what I thought. Okay, I'll join your team for a while, see? BB, Daga, let's have some fun. The infantry is beyond the Confetti mountain path. Let's go. Aiko's coming with us. She needs to summon in order to let us into the Aoife tree. Yeah, and Dagger is like a little miffed at Zidane for, I think, leading Aiko on. Yeah. I think that's why she's like mad at him. And he just doesn't get... <laughs> mm-hmm. she, he's barely picking up that she's even mad. Why are you so nice to everyone, Zidane? Huh? What do you mean by that? She would have left this six-year-old here by themselves. <laughs> okay, I asked. I think she was mad. You think so, too? Please look after Lady Aiko. Come see us if there is any trouble. Sure thing! None of you have mail? Yeah, we say our goodbyes to all these Moogles. Mm -hmm. None of them are save points. No, and they give us sort of almost like they're Aiko's parents. They're like, okay, our little one is going off into the world. Take care of her. Vivi, have you figured out a solution to your problem? Not really, but I'm moving on. Good. So we step back out onto the world map. We're going to need to go to the Aoife tree on the other side of the mountain pass. But we all, you know, had a lovely dinner. We all learned a little something about ourselves. <laughs> what a save. Yeah, let's Koopa. Let's save. And that's episode 25. A tight, quick episode, but yep. really full of wonderful stuff. A lot of wonderful stuff in this chunk of the game, and um, a lot of wonderful tight episodes to come. Something I really, really love about this game, I mean, all the good Final Fantasies kind of do it, but, like, the way that it contrasts weighty things with light things, like, the whole cooking thing is, like, this awesome farce mm-hmm. that's intercut with Vivi contemplating death right. and Dagger realizing she doesn't know who she is. And you're in a place and, where Aiko's entire family has been killed. Mm-hmm. And and it just like is so realistic and natural the way everyone's thinking about their own thing and then they come together for dinner and then by the next morning mm-hmm. they've like resolved their issues for themselves at least. It, it's like great. Like yeah. Aiko has decided she has to like go out and leave this place to develop as a person. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I'm, And she's got that cute song where she's like pumpkin bomb, lots and lots of nuts. Yeah, and and from here on we're getting like a bunch of episodes that are just chock full of great story mm-hmm. in nice tight little chunks. Yeah, next week we're gonna go to the Aoife tree. Mm-hmm. A lot Learn of cool lot shit happens in the of crazy shit. Yeah, we're we're gonna be spending a few episodes in this area of the world. More to happen Madain in Madain Sari and the Aoife Tree. Madain Sari and the Aoife Tree. 
Medane Suri and the Aoife Tree. Sounds like a band name. Yeah, Medane Suri and the Aoife Tree. But yeah, what a wonderful little episode. Mm-hmm. I love Aiko as a character. I do think they should have said she was 12. I don't think yeah, six makes six any sense, make sense at all. But, but whatever. You know. <laughs> Fishing Kina out of the sea. How Could you have that? missed Kina here by just saying, like, let that fish you go? You know, I think you might have been able to. Kina's character <laughs> seems to be, like, I think you could, like, not pick her up early on mm-hmm. and, like, not have her until you get to the excavation site. Right. And then you could immediately leave her here right. and not pick her up again until later because even if you have her she drops out of the game a lot like she's coming and going I'm just bummed we didn't make enough food for her because i bet there would have been another scene where they, she would have been there i know i know but i do love that they show up and they like teach you a good cooking lesson <laughs> well, especially if you're Kina like a kid up, you were like shit yeah. we don't have enough food for that <laughs> yeah, <I know>. oh <laughs> damn how did we not see this coming oh but before we go let's check in with the moogle mail and see if there's any letters for us I want mail. Koopo. Koopo, Koopo, Koopo. Koopo, she's right here, Koopo. Play, play the flute. Play the flute. She's right here. And give, come over here. Give me the message. Hi. Come here. Yes. Thank you so much. She works so hard. Mm-hmm. And her hard work is really necessary and appreciated by all, especially me. Okay. This message comes to us from Ben, and it reads, Hi, Jeff and Ryan. I'm writing to you today in hopes that you will help me wish fellow diehard NoCat listeners, Sam, Catherine, and Sally, a huge congratulations on the latest addition to their family, Baby Faye. Sam, if you had told me that the dude sleeping on my dorm room floor eating cold dining hall hot dogs out of a plastic bag while methodically manipulating the triple triad regional rule sets worldwide would someday be an amazing father to two beautiful girls while building and running Vermont's premier luxury camping getaway, I probably would have told you, quote, whatever. Endlessly proud of my cool friends building cool things, having cool babies, and I hope to someday be listening to a season of No Cat wherein Jeff, Ryan, and Haley play FF10 in one of your opulent treehouse safari tents at Highwood Retreat. Congrats again to the whole family. Rocket ships forever. Ben. Treehouse Safari Tent sounds pretty ideal. That's amazing. And congratulations on the new kid. Yes, congratulations to Sam, Catherine, and Sally. Yeah. On Baby Faye. It's always wonderful when we get to convey positive messages on this podcast. And honestly, who better to raise children than somebody who was once sitting on the floor eating cold hot dogs out of a plastic bag while methodically manipulating the rules of Triple Triad? Or somebody who's a hardcore listener of this show. I'm no matter what, of that. Yeah. have lots of children. <laughs> Play the show all the time. Yeah, go forth and multiply and uh, turn us into gods. Tell them about us. Thank you so much, <laughs> yeah. Ben, for that. Seriously, message. Seriously, congratulations and good luck on the camping endeavors. If you're interested in a magnet, they're just $25 each. Email nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. Haley will respond and get me the message, and we will read it on mm-hmm. the show. Yep. It can be anything you want. Anything at all. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Your support makes the show possible and fills our hearts with joy. It in does. These, uh, in, you know, in, trying in, times. in the struggle days. 
if you'd like to support the show and join Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash nocat. And for $5 a month, you unlock the video version and all the bonus content. And for $10 a month, ballers, dollars. For $10 a month. We'll send you a mug or a t-shirt along with those perks. Yeah, um, and rate- if you want a t-shirt or a mug, it's a great way to support the show by going to etsy.com and searching nocat, where no mm-hmm. one can know about this, and purchasing one. Rate and review the show. Tell a friend about the show. Spread that Final Fantasy mysticism. Do it. That has invaded all of our lives so deeply and thoroughly. Get your friends to play FF9. Get them to go back and play that one. Tell them sternly, it wasn't always like this. The series used to be good. Here, play this one. They'll love you forever for it. it, It's better than you You remember it. I know you dismissed it when it first came out, but it might be better. Friend or not, you're going to put them through something. Anyway, we love Final Fantasy. And we love you. Yeah. Have a great day, folks. What's for dessert? Mm. You know, I got some Haagen-Dazs coffee ice cream the other day, and it was so creamy and delicious. And it was just like the simplicity of the flavors and the creaminess levels were just so high that we don't have to have that right now, but I had it recently and it was really good. Sure, yeah. I couldn't stop eating it. I ate the whole pint. pint of real standard ice cream. One of the base flavors. Yeah. With nothing fancy going on, no chunks of cookie dough, just like the simple. Treat yourself to an evening of simplicity. That's what's for dessert. I got the pitch ready. Shit kicker mechanic. Solo spacer flying in deep space gets a call that an asteroid has changed course and is headed for Earth and he's the only one who can get there. That's it. Lands on it. It's a crazy alien base thing and no one else can talk to him. He's just just there and he goes. You know, it's Keanu Reeves and he's just kicking alien ass, just kicking the shit out of whatever is on there. Like Doom Guy, no questions asked, does not care about where they are from or who their kids are. Are or mm-hmm. what their fucking lives are like. Or he doesn't have a family. He doesn't either. None. He lives in space That's alone. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't yeah, have a family. We're not doing this like, but he has a daughter and she's there too shit. And what the movie Regularly, is about early. is being intense. That's what you. That's what it's about. That's the story of the movie. But what if every <laughs> other scene he started seeing visions of his daughter and like, is she here or is she not? You know, like, and she, like, walks away and is a ghost. And he, how much is he power do you have? Is he following project? her? How much power? How, what's the situation? You know, is he following her deeper into his own memories who, who by are, going deeper into the aliens? My response is entirely predication. How much power I have? How, how much ass I have to kiss her now? All of it. Yeah, I think we could work that. <laughs> you know? I think that would really add a layer. It would certainly add a layer. You know, with something like that, I might be able to greenlight this. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> See, what he didn't know the whole time is his daughter was a computer. Well, he, it's actually an AI representation of his daughter. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She went crazy and put herself into the machine. She's been dead God for a long damn time. It. Fucking shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I and took your beautiful now idea. Now it's destroyed forever. <laughs> I took your beautiful idea. <laughs> it's already destroyed forever. <laughs> stories aren't that good. Stop making movies that are about stories. Make movies that are fucking about moving p- images that are like amazing to behold. <sighs> like maybe she's going through a divorce. You know? Like me. Relatable. <laughs> like me, the guy who greenlit this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>